The goal of this episode is to give you lots of ideas of habits you can add into your daily life that make you feel awesome. I am super passionate about doing things with intention, not just going through the motions and the routine of life, but being really open to trying new things and being willing to change things up when you're in a funk. I'm equally passionate about designing your days so you love them. Not only looking forward to the weekend or the vacation out of town, but designing a life that feels exciting to you. And the best way to do it is not with one big event. It's with lots of tiny habits that you do every day that add up to fulfilling days, weeks, and months. Let's get to all of the ideas of daily habits to feel your best. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Welcome back to the podcast. I have such a fun episode for you today with lots of ideas of daily habits. I talk all the time about getting in your tens, and I think oftentimes we're so focused on when this happens or when I can afford to buy this or when I could take this trip that I saw on Instagram, like I will be happy when, or I will feel really good then, or I will feel successful when, where I think that so often in my own life and in working with high achievers um, on my in my one-on-one consulting business, it's so interesting that so often the destination doesn't feel like how people think it will, or it does, but it just lasts for a short amount of time. I've really realized in reading and in real life and in working with people, it's really the journey. And it sounds kind of cheesy to say, but you, but enjoying the journey is really the goal. And of course, like I love, um, I love dreams that feel impossible and um, everything to do with business and entrepreneurship and, and taking a shot and putting yourself out there and all that all of it, striving for the big goals, willing to work hard, just keep going. But I also, I even more than that, I believe in enjoying the process. Because if you don't enjoy the process, what's the point of all of it, right? It becomes this goal, po- goal post that's constantly moving. So I love this idea on focusing on daily habits and being very intentional with how we spend our time and how we spend our free time. I talk a ton about getting in your 10s. So I define a 10 as something that makes you feel alive, something that you just love. And it could be something that takes five seconds. It could be something that takes two hours, something that takes all day even, like an all-day hike somewhere. But for for the most part, these 10s are like pretty short things, right? A couple minutes, um, or up to an hour type thing. For the most part, most of our 10s are pretty quick and we can get in a lot more in a day than we think we can, but we need to have a plan and we need to know what our 10s are. That way, when you are done with your day and you sit down on the couch, maybe you don't really love watching three hours of Netflix, but it's kind of like you just don't have any other ideas. You haven't thought about anything else. You're tired. So you kind of sit there and zone out and it's not really fulfilling. If it is fulfilling, perfect. That's a 10. But if it's not, then 
I challenge you to make this list of your tens of habits that make you feel great and switch them out. And it's amazing how your days just feel more full and more rewarding, even on those days where nothing that exciting happened or you just had to do what you had to do. It wasn't like a monumental day. But by getting in these little things that make you feel great, I think you will be overall happier and you'll have more joy and you will enjoy the process, the ride of where you're going. So in this episode, I am going to give you lots of ideas to get you thinking about daily habits that will likely make you feel good. Now, of course, this is individual and I did a poll on Instagram, so I have lots of ideas from other people as well, which is one of the coolest things about social media is that I think you can get really good ideas by seeing what other people do and what their day is like. Some of my favorite types of posts and ones that I, t- I want to do more myself um, is seeing how people spend their days, what time they wake up, what time they go to bed, what do they eat, what's their routine like, because I think you can get so many great ideas. And I think one of the other awesome things about social media is if you see people who are on a path that you want to go on or have achieved something that really would be would feel like a, a success to you or a goal that you are on your way to, it's so great to be able to see these people and see what they do in their lives and sort of, you know, use that as a guide and then make it your own version. I feel like that's one of the coolest things about about the time that we're living in is we have podcasts and YouTube and social media to where we can learn so much about people that we don't even know. And I think we can really fast track the journey that we're on, whether it is a personal goal or a nutrition goal or a fitness goal or um, a professional goal, an entrepreneurship goal, whatever the life goal is, by seeing people who are on that journey and seeing what their life is like, I think it's um, just such a great tool to sort of like use that, reverse engineer it, and make your own path. So many great ideas can come from getting this little, you know, window into how other people do things. So here is a list of things that people said on social media that replied to my little comment box, daily habits that make them feel their best. Daily workouts, eye patches every morning, meditation, prayer, journaling, intermittent fasting, fasting, Uh, acupuncture every week, audiobooks in the car, using a planner to stay organized, yoga in the morning, skincare routine, quiet time, time to read, morning coffee time, sunless tanning, and massage. Those were the replies on Instagram, and so many of them um, overlapped. Lots of people said skincare routine, which is a little bit surprising to me, and lots of people said daily workouts, moving my body in the way that I like. Those are the things that people say they do that really make them feel their best. And I think one of the most empowering things about actually thinking out loud about it or writing down the things is it give it really makes you not just run on autopilot but ask yourself the question, what makes me feel my best? And it's like there's several buckets, mentally, physically, um and mentally slash emotionally, um in your relationships, um, in your physical, like your physical energy and not being tired and all that stuff. There's so many different buckets. So best is such a wide term. I wanted to give you lots of different ideas that kind of fill all the different buckets, but in a positive way. So not like a list that's like, 
you know, don't do this and less of this, but more of a list like these are habits, like habits that are exciting and invigorating and make you feel good and make you kind of go to sleep ending the day feeling more fulfilled. Like I said, even on those sort of like blah days when for whatever reason, maybe the day was frustrating or you just had to do things you really didn't want to do. But by getting in those daily habits, and the key is daily, the consistency of it, those tiny things that you do over time that just add to your deep, your deep overall just joyfulness and your deep um, fulfillment and your deep self-confidence. So here is my list of ideas that I think could be some things you might not normally think of that could make you really feel great. One thing, um, in the 2.0 mindset course that I am in right now, we just did a massive um, module, massive chapter on biohacking and how to become your most superhuman self physically. So I read all of the books lately. Um, on longevity and that, um, and just feeling your best as you age. So it is so top of mind, all these biohacking strategies. One of my favorite books is Outlive by Peter Atia. Another one is Lifespan um, and so much work by other experts. Um, David Sinclair wrote that book and also Andrew Huberman. So many good resources, but one of my favorite things is grounding putting your feet in the ground, like taking your shoes off and putting your feet in either in water or in sand or in grass or in dirt. There's so much research that shows that the act of grounding, which may feel ridiculous at first, actually has so many health benefits like physically and mentally. And the best part is it just takes five minutes to walk outside. And again, not all of these will be for everybody. Like for me, if I can take my shoes off and like stand in sand, especially if I can get somewhere where I'm close to the beach and like stand in actual like beach sand, it is like so next level for me. Like that is a 10, a big, big 10. Whereas for my husband, it's like, why would I want sand in my feet? Right? So the same exact activity could be completely the opposite for different people. So just to give you different ideas of things that are, you know, backed by research, but also, you know, could really just make you happy. And if you don't live by a beach, I'm not like super close to a beach. Um, it's not convenient to do every day. Then maybe finding another way to just like connect with the earth. And sometimes it just takes the craziness out of the world, right? Take your shoes off, put your feet on the ground in some way. Um, I feel like it's just a really good relaxation technique. Next, have a really delicious last bite of food for the day. I think that this is one of those things where like if you feel so satisfied with the last thing you eat, you just you just go to bed happier, right? It's just like a nice wrap up. I also have found that I am the type of person where I am really good about nutrition. I stick to how I want to eat all day, but the, the time when I am most likely to um, – like just overeat like or not eat how I want to, not align with how I like to eat is at night. And one thing I've really found is I will sort of chase that last bite, whereas it's so much better overall if you figure out what you really love. For me, it's always a um, not a refined sugar, so just a healthier, healthier alternative. Mine right now is a couple chunks of HU chocolate. They have a crunchy mint and it has um, like cacao nibs in it and peppermint oil. So it is a healthier chocolate for sure. And it's just so good. And the mint is like refreshing. And it's nice because it's like 
that's the last bite of the night. And I just feel so much better not going to bed with too full of a stomach. Cause you know, when you'll have like a little dessert or like a little snack, or then I'll have a little fruit, then I'll have a little peanut butter. And I'm like, oh, none of it was satisfying. And now I'm kind of like too full, but none of it was satisfying. So I love a really delicious last bite of food for the day. It's kind of like, well, that was yummy. And it also kind of like buttons up your eating for the day if you're like me, where and it's not a weight thing. It's not a, you know, it's not a body issue thing. It's just simply I know that I feel better when I don't go to bed too full. So if I can not eat past seven, I just sleep so much better. My body feels better all all around. So by having a really delicious last bite of food, for me, that there's so many benefits to it. Next, have a crazy comfortable bed that you can't wait to get into. I think this is one of those, not so much a habit, but one of those things where if you can't wait to get in your cozy bed, and again, I am so hot off this biohacking thing, having a really good environment for sleep, so a cool room, a cool bed, um, comfortable in the way that you like it, uh, um, having a good wind down, whether it's white noise or low lights, no screens, no phone right before bed. I think that that just is such a good habit to have and it just makes you go into your sleep like you're just like kind of falling into a cloud. Having a really comfortable bed, if your bed is not crazy comfortable, like if you're not dying to get into it, I think that could be one adjustment that might just add to your happiness every day. Okay, next habit. Now, this is something that you wouldn't get in every day, but when you can, I think it's a 10 for a lot of people. Massage, facial, manicure, pedicure, these sort of self-care slash pampering things that you do maybe once a month or once every three months that you look forward to, that make you feel like, you know, whether it's body repair with a massage or um, just extra cleansed and all the things with the facial. I think that taking time and setting aside the money and the time for things like this can really make you look better and feel better. Next, having a set bedtime and wake time. This can is a habit that will make you feel so good because the consistency is so good for your body. In all of the research I've done about sleep, I've really learned that your body is experiences jet lag. It's what sleep experts call jet lag when you're varying your bedtime and wake time too much. So by having it be pretty consistent, um, even weekdays and weekends. In doing research, most experts found that weekdays to weekends, people fluctuated so much, like three and four hours difference between the bedtime and the wake time. And our body and just our natural circadian rhythm isn't set up that way. So I think by having a set bedtime and wake time and really trying to stick to it within an hour, most days, even weekdays and weekends will make you feel good. It'll make your body feel good and just on rhythm. It'll make you have more energy and be less tired. And it's just kind of like the rhythm that your body body naturally wants to be in. Next thing, a sauna can be so relaxing. We've recently gotten a sauna before that. I would go just once a week because it's tricky to add one more thing into the schedule, but I went to a place, um, Perspire Asana um, Studio, I think it can be as relaxing as a massage and not as expensive and not as hard to book. 
Um, and I think the sweating and the detox just makes you feel good. I think it's good for getting rid of stress. And of course, there's so many other health benefits as far as um, as preventing disease and the onset of disease. I think there's so many benefits with sauna, but I think it can also just be a really nice quiet time. I love sauna alone. I'm not like one of those people, but I also love workouts alone because to me, it's the time that I either relax and want to be with my thoughts or I'm turning on um, podcasts or YouTube or I'm learning. I think these alone moments where we're also doing other things, I love exercising while learning. I like to sauna either in quiet and just kind of like just relaxing and being alone or listening to something. I just think it's kind of like that next level relaxation. It could be when you have ideas for ideas to solve problems, ideas for new things. I think it's just that, that good downtime that just gives you clarity of thought. Next, having a good zero to 100 plan and a 100 to zero plan. So this is like kind of your morning routine and your evening routine, but setting up a habit to help you get going in the morning, how to go from zero to 100, how to start your day so you're not like in a fire drill, right? So it's like this is intentional. I'm going to get up, I'm going to do my morning stretch. I'm going to have my big jug of water with electrolytes. I'm going to turn on all the lights. You know, like having a very set plan for going to from zero to 100. Then the same thing in the evening. How do you go? It's like trying to stop a speeding car, right? How do you go from 100 down to zero to actually really relax and go to sleep without stress and so your mind's not racing? These things could be similar in the evening. It could be a long shower. It could be journaling, my, one of my favorite things. Absolutely obsessed with a morning journal and an evening journal. I will be releasing soon the 2.0 method that I teach in my mindset course, but on its own. So it's calendar books and it is deep dive sheets to help you really identify what's important to you. What are your biggest stressors? Who's your tribe? All the things, right? Priorities in life. And then how to make it, how to put it on your daily calendar so you really design your days with intention. That's exactly what I do in this mindset course that we're doing. Pretty soon I will have it um, available in two different ways. One is the mindset course that you can self-pace and do all on your own. And it's everything with the homework and the worksheets and the downloads and um, all the things on um, really becoming the, the 2.0 you, the best version of yourself. And that includes the 2.0 method, all the workbooks, the gift box I'm talking about. Then there is another one that we're going to release that's just the 2.0 habit method. It's your daily planning system for planning your days with intention and um, not just going through the rhythms, but really being very intentional. It is a it is a simple system that is backed by science and research, and it works so well. It's working so well in my group course. I've never in my life been more excited to release something because I think the joy and fulfillment and less frustration that I see from the people that I'm working with is just like, it's just so invigorating. I'm so proud of it. I'm so proud that over all these years, I've really been able to fine tune something that works for people and it makes them feel less frustrated, um, more calm, more relaxed, less forgetting things, less feeling like a hot mess and just like enjoying the moments because you're present and you're not dashing in a million directions. So anyways, I digress. But part of that is journaling, like a two minute journal in the morning and in the evening to get your day going 
And then in the evening to reflect, remember the important things, the lessons learned, look forward to the next day. I love all of that. And I think it's, I think the journaling thing and having a plan, an evening routine to go from 100 down to zero is so important. Next idea, to feel your best. Connect with someone in your inner circle every day, like someone that you wouldn't normally. I love this one because oftentimes we have people in our inner circle and life gets busy. Maybe they don't live that close and you could go a couple weeks without even connecting. So I have it on my daily habits list to connect with one person that's in my inner circle, right? Not like your inner five, but like, you know, like your group of friends or your people that you wouldn't see all the time. So that way I don't just get so busy being busy in life that I forget to connect with the people that I really love that I don't see on the daily. So that's one habit that I have on my list that I know makes me feel amazing. Next, have a done tasking time. This is like the day is done at this time. Whatever has not happened is going to have to happen tomorrow and it can carry over and it's done. I find that you will be you will actually get so much more done by stopping tasking at a certain time, whether it's tasks at home or tasks with work or checking emails and text messages or replying to Slack or Boxer or whatever it is. Having a done time that you don't waver on can be so freeing. It's whatever time that is for you. Maybe it's three o'clock if you have kids, when your kids get out of school. Maybe it's seven o'clock. Maybe after dinner, you do a little check-in and that's it. That, or maybe you do one more task, you throw in one lo- more load of laundry. But I really find that if you don't feel like you're constantly tasking, like it's this 24-7 never-ending thing, you're just happier. Like the habit of just being done, like I'm done. I am done until tomorrow. And you just will have more energy for it. Um, and I just find you'll have more patience and just kind of joyfulness overall and time to laugh and time to just relax. So you're not constantly busy, but just time to chill out and decompress. Next, have a long, hot shower. And you know, what's crazy. I love a long, hot shower with a podcast or a you or a YouTube video on, like, I'll just like prop up my phone. So, not always, but like, you know, if you're doing a long shower and I kind of like, just want to, you know, be done with the thoughts of the day, or if something was stressing or something, you know what, I'm just going to shift my mindset and I'm going to learn something, or I'm going to watch an interview with two people that I think are really fascinating. I think sometimes that could be a really great habit as much as I'm about, doing less with your phone and being more present in the moment and disconnecting. I think this is one way that can make like, you know, oh, like I kind of look forward to my shower or I'll see that someone posted a new video. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do that during a workout or I'm going to finish that during my shower, my warm shower at night. I think another thing that can be really fun, especially since people said, so many people said skincare in their habits that they love. Another one for me is having a good hair care routine. I've recently gotten into doing hair oils and scalp treatments with the scalp brushes, and it makes you feel good. It makes your hair healthier. It kind of makes you relax for an hour or two while they're, you know, marinating and doing their thing. So I would add to the skincare thing, having a hair care routine. I love the at night routines in general. I think that you can make so much progress and save so much money rather than focusing on one facial every 90 days. I think that you can make so much more progress by having little tiny habits, whether it's one of those facial steamers where you steam your face and you open up the pores and loosen things up before you put your night creams on or just, you know, like tiny habits like that that make you feel good, but also really can create long-term change for your hair or your skin or your flexibility if it's stretching or yoga at night, all the things. I think that in our lives, we 
could take more time to think like, what habits am I doing right now that are serving me and what are not serving me? And living in this time where so many people say, I just don't, I just want to scroll less. It really helps you scroll less if you know, okay, tonight I know I'm going to do that facial steam. I'm going to put on hair oils and I'm going to journal before bed. Like you're excited about it. And then I'm going to dive into my cozy bed that feels like a cloud. And then, so, you know, you have, you're just more intentional. That's the whole idea of this. You're more intentional about how you spend your time. And it's amazing how this 10 minutes here and 10 minutes here of things that make you feel alive instead of drained going through and doing things with intention rather than just like, oh, like pat, like laying on the couch and just like scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And before you know it, it's been an hour and a half and you could find interesting things. Like I think social media can be so valuable, but in, in little snips of time, right? Um, but replacing that time with four things that like you love I'm telling you, it adds to your overall happiness and joy and fulfillment. And even on those frustrating days or those blah days, you're in control. You're in the driver's seat. Just insert habits at the end of the day or the beginning of the next day that you love, you know, like that delicious, make your delicious little coffee that you really like exactly the way you like it. Um, or take the time to prep your lunch the night before so you're not just eating something thrown together. Like take the time for the habits that you love that really make you feel good. Um, and I think by fueling your body in the way that feels best, um, eating the way and moving your body in the way and resting and recovering and sleeping in the way, listening to your body, taking note of how you feel, writing it down in your journaling, and creating a list of habits that make you feel your best can be one of one of the most life-changing things you can do. I'm telling you, it is the tiny things we do every day that add up to our happiness and how we feel physically and emotionally. So I think by being very intentional, being honest with ourselves with what's working and what's not, making a list of our tens or those daily habits that make us feel great, we can, with this small shift, have days that feel more fulfilling, more authentic to who we are, and just more intentional and purposeful. Thank you so much for listening. So many more really great podcasts coming about designing your awesome life, being intentional about how we spend our time and doing things that make us feel our best. Thank you for listening and have an awesome day. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.